Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for you. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He told separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 255 of the Fully Puzzle Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. Sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother. Not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well. Well, you forgot to introduce yourself. Ah, oh, dude. You got to call me out on that. If you don't, GBM will. Oh, he'll let you know every show you don't do it? Oh, he does. He does. He's like, hey, uh, somebody forgot to introduce themselves. I'm like, my name is Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> you need to start putting it in the notes. I guess so, dude. Yeah, like right underneath episode number, put your name just so you don't forget. Well, see, that's the thing is like you are the main attraction. You are the Shawn Michaels. I am just Marty Jannetty, dude. I know. Oh. You're just a common man working hard with his hands. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, you're going to forget. But if you put it in the notes, you probably won't forget to introduce yourself as Jeff. Got to start wearing my polka dots to the show. That would be fantastic. Or the black hat with the chicken claw on it. (laughs) How are you doing, Scott? What else is new? I'm doing great, dude. Have a strawberry blast. Unfortunately, the last one in the refrigerator. Down the gullet, powering me through the show. Had an awesome Thanksgiving with the family. Just pretty much had Alana over. So it was just the five of us hanging out, eating turkey, watching Christmas movies, uh, which now I'm going to put it on the list. Wayne's World is making our Christmas movie rotation. By the way, sorry to jump subjects real quick, but did you see on Netflix they have the Christmas movies that made us? Yes, that is up next. So probably this weekend when we're sitting around, we're going to decorate the front yard. We've got the inside done. Uh, We actually did that last week. Uh, This coming weekend, we're going to be doing the front yard. So I'd imagine after the front yard's done, order some food and uh, throw on that, the holiday movies that made us. So I can't watch it because I've never seen Elf. Oh my gosh. Still? Still. Yeah, I'd say this every year. I'm going to watch Elf. I'm going to watch Elf. And I forget to watch Elf. Dude, how many times have you seen WrestleMania 4? Uh, not many because it's a horrible WrestleMania. Uh, why I oughta. Seriously, you're going to downgrade Elf and WrestleMania 4 in the same topic sense? Well, I'm not downgrading Elf. I would like to see Elf. It just never happens to come a movie that's on when I'm sitting at home during the Christmas season. We'll, like, we'll look at it like this. Elf is the Undertaker. And you are Celeste. <laughs> I'm no selling Elf. Yeah, you're big timing it. Stop it. Just put it on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the hell's the matter with you? Put on Elf. I know, I know. Celeste is too busy watching these Hallmark movies. Ugh. No. You gotta put on Elf. It's it's not better than Christmas Story, I don't think. It, it's up there. Like, Elf and Christmas Story are like 1 and 1A. One but there's just something about Christmas Eve, the way TBS does it, where they run it all day. Mm-hmm. It's like the 24-hour marathon. And that's one of those movies you can put it on at any point and just keep watching. Yes. And I then lo- watch it again and again. Yep, I love Christmas Story. Such a great movie. Oh, it is. And have you seen The Christmas Chronicles, number two? Uh, no. 
It's good. So they made the uh, one last year. And of course, yes, this is a wrestling figure podcast, folks. We're just kind of off topic right now, as we usually do during this <laughs> segment. Um, they, they did a sequel to the Christmas Chronicles that last year debuted on Netflix. Kurt Russell plays Santa. Really good. Good family flick. We watched that one. Uh, we watched Wayne's World, which I said I'm adding to the Christmas rotation. I suggest all of you do the same. It's outstanding. And, oh gosh, I can't remember. Oh, we watched uh, The Witches on HBO, which is their remake of the, I think it was done in the 80s. Angelica Houston was in the original. This one has Anne Hathaway in her role. Pretty good. Not one of my favorites, but the kids loved it. They thought it was great. Um, but it was good. We hung out. We stuffed ourselves, ate way too much. You know, the traditional turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, cranberry sauce. We're all eating the same stuff. Cherry cheesecake and pumpkin pie for dessert. Had uh-huh. leftovers for like three days. It was phenomenal. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, probably packed on about 15 pounds easy. And so now I'm in recovery mode and gearing up for the Christmas feast. You know, it's not a Christmas movie. Die Hard. Well, that's up for debate. We can, I, I know Bruce Willis said... But, I mean, he was only the lead actor in that film. What does he know? Scott, I have in my left hand, this is the last flavor of the ones that I found at our grocery store. This is sweet iced tea. Now, I know everybody has tried sweet iced tea, but I have not. I know this one's been out for a while. So, while I pop this open, I also wanted to add something to the Rick Martell talk from last week. Oh, please do. All right. That's sweet iced tea. Oh, that wasn't your Coors Light? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm not that basic. I've I've never drank in my life and I've heard that's just the most disgusting you beer you could ever have. <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're lost at sea and you have the choice between your own pee, ocean water, and Coors Light, Coors Light is third. <laughs> it's like on The Simpsons where they, I think they offered a Sprite or crab juice and Homer's all ugh ugh. I'll take the crab juice. Yeah. <laughs> that's hella funny. <laughs> But Rink Skirts added on to the Rick Martell talk. He said, so a couple of notes on the Rick Martell Elite from a loose collector. He also has removable bow tie, meaning he comes with an astounding five accessories. And on top of that, the arrogance canister is two pieces. It has a working plunger that can be moved back and forth. I don't think they could have done that figure any better. Nothing was missed on your guys' end, but I wanted to add to it. Man, thank you, Nate. You are one of the gurus in the figure community. So thank you for adding on to that from a loose collector standpoint. Definitely one of those Legends figures that is long overdue for a re-release. Be it in different color, whatever. I don't care, but we need another Rick Martell. Give us a Strike Force version. Give us the model Rick Martell. Shoot, give us an AWA version. I'll take that too. And I would love to see them get Rick. I don't know if he's under license or not. I don't think he is. But I would love to see them do Rick Martell like they did to Fred Ottman, where when he came on board, he had Typhoon, uh, Shockmaster, and Tugboat done all within about, what, a year and a half of each other? So I would love to see them do the same treatment to Rick Martell. That would be awesome. Yeah, we need Can-Am Connection Rick Martell. We need AWA Rick Martell. We need Strike Force Rick Martell. We need yes. the model Rick Martell. But yes. emphasis on the Can-Am connection, Rick Martell. That's strange coming from you. Oh. Considering how big of a Strike Force fan you are. I know. I'm only joking. All right, oh, okay. Scott. I'm going to try this uh, sweet iced tea. Let's see how it goes. Yep, that's iced tea. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, those tea flavors are very strong. And like I said, Walmart had that assortment pack, and it's too bad they got rid of it because I think you'd really, really like that. It had three different tea flavors in it. I actually like this better than the lemon drop sweet tea. 
Yeah, because they did in the tea flavors. They had a peach, a lemon, and then just the straight tea. And my favorite is the lemon out of the three. But you've got to try to find that peach one now because it's good too. And it's too bad Walmart doesn't have that pack anymore because I'm sure you'd enjoy it. But uh, glad you like that one. It's pretty good. Man, I can imagine drinking that one on a hot day. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right next to your Coors Light. Yeah, laying in the kiddie pool of my my uh, COVID belly hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> And at this point, it'd be a COVID and Thanksgiving belly. <laughs> that is true. If anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. Have you checked out fullyposablepodcast.com? Well, you should. Corey Eumann's third writings are up there regarding signings. So check that out. Great article by Corey. We love having a part of the team and uh, we look forward to his fourth writings. But for now, go check out his latest writings about signings you can follow us on twitter youtube snapchat and the book of faces at fully posable instagram fully posable wfp you can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on fully download that podbean app if you're on the go and you can go back and listen to all the way back to episode one i don't know why you guys would want to do that but you can which was almost five years ago. oh my god you were old we're getting there yeah we're almost five. January 25th next year, dude. Five years. You'll have a party. We will? Yeah, why not? Of course, you know, given current climate conditions, you know, the pandemic and whatnot, we'll have to do it separately. But yeah, let's have a party. Screw it. We'll put on All our right. tuxedo shirts. Celebrate five years. All right. I, we, we can do that. I think so. You can also listen on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes. Scott, we got one, dude. We got a review. Hey, woohoo. Comes in from Sam the Met. Says, survive if your wallet lets you. (laughs) (laughs) Give us three five stars. He says, Jeff and Scott are one of the OGs when it comes to the Wrestling Figure Podcast. Their weekly segments have a lot of variety from past lines to dream future lines. Your wallet might not like them after you listen, but it's definitely a must-listen weekly. They also got me hooked on Bang Energy Drinks, which is my new favorite energy drink. Sorry, dude. We apologize to your heart and your wallet. (laughs) yeah we're hitting you from two different fronts there thank you for the kind words sam glad you're on board glad we got you hooked on bang it's actually one of the healthier ones uh my wife's on keto and she drinks one to two a day and she loves them it's totally part of the keto diet it gives her the boosts that she needs to get through the day doing all the mom stuff she does so she loves it and i'm glad you're hooked too i know we're hooked for sure wait did you say she drinks two bangs a day sometimes oh dude sometimes especially on early days dude Gets up early, goes and cleans, and then comes home, and yeah, yeah, and then still has to run Peyton to dance, and oh yeah, dude, there are those long days for her, you know, plus taking care of her mom, too. There are days that she needs, too. One before work, and then one when she comes home. So I have to keep my caffeine intake each day to three to 400 milligrams. Okay. And one can of bang is 300, because that's the recommended dosage amount of caffeine you should take in a day. Okay. I have to limit myself no matter how tired I am. I can't go over that 400 mark. So no two banks for you. No, no. That's why I was like, holy crap. Like, how does she do it? Well, she's younger. That helps. Yeah, that's true. Uh, she, she's going to love me for saying that too. If you'd like to send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all, send it on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. Scott Foco. Yes, guys, head over to foco.com. Load up your cart with WWE collectibles, 
NFL, NHL, NBA, MLB, whatever sport floats your boat, they've got a collectible for it. Whatever team is your favorite, they've got a collectible for it. Whatever WWE superstar is your favorite, most likely they've got a bobblehead for it. Foco.com, F-O-C-O.com. And when you get to check out, use code WFP10. Save 10% off everything in your cart. Knock out your Christmas shopping. One-stop shop. Hit them up, foco.com, F-O-C-O.com. At checkout, code WFP10 will save you 10%. They have the Hogan bobblehead, Edge bobblehead, uh, Triple H bobblehead. They've got a bunch of bobbleheads going on over there, and they're great quality. The Hogan one, I, I absolutely love that one. They nailed it perfectly with the pose, the tan, the boa, just perfect. So head on over to foco.com, use code WFP10. Zero. Scott, did you do any toy spotting? I did, but before I get into actual toy spotting, I want to tell you about a fun project that I have coming up. Well, by the time this show drops, it would have happened either the previous day or two nights before. Ed Bell, the guy or the gentleman, I should say, that was on our Friendsgiving episode a couple of years ago, he is currently in the process of cleaning out his mom's attic. In the process of doing so, Guess what he has unearthed, Jeff? I'm going to guess the aircraft carrier. Not yet, but you are definitely sniffing in the right direction. He unearthed a slew of, I would say, 84 to 87 G.I. Joe vehicles and Mm -hmm. figures. Oh, boy. And he's going to be getting to the aircraft carrier soon. He's still in process of getting everything together. But he sent me a picture of about three quarters of it. And it was like four or five different pictures. And it's in, they look to be in good condition, but he had them all kind of on the floor and up on a table. And he said, I don't know what goes with what I need your help. So either Friday or Saturday, I'm heading over to Ed's house. Going to put on some gloves, put on my mask, and I'm going to go to town, dude. And just start, I'm going to pull up 3djoes.com. I'm going to start pairing stuff up. What goes with what? I'm going to see what figures are broken, how to repair them. I cannot wait. I think he's going to resell. So he's going to have some stuff either hitting eBay or up on some Facebook groups. But I'm going to be going through Vintage Joe's this weekend, and I cannot wait. Make sure you take pictures for Christopher McLeod, too. Oh, you know what? I actually have pictures. Um, I will send them over to him. I will definitely share them, but I'll do in person as well. Maybe take a video, like once we're done getting everything set up and see how complete or incomplete everything is, I'll definitely send a video to him. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I can't wait, dude. I haven't touched these toys in, God, probably when I cleaned out mom and dad's house in like 97 or 98 when I officially moved out and cleaned out my old room. That would probably be the last time I touched G.I. Joe toys, like the ones from that era. So this coming weekend, dude, I am pumped. I can't wait. I'm going to be sorting through stuff. He's got a couple of wrestling figures. He's got some starting lineups. Um, He's got some Star Wars toys, uh, surprisingly, too. He's got the big Rebel Transport, which it's one of those huge vehicles that came out in the Star Wars line back in the Mm -hmm. 80s. Um, He sent me a picture of that as well. Looks to be in good shape. So I'm, I'm just super excited. Get to go through some vintage toys this weekend. And I'm pumped, dude. I can't wait. Nice, dude. You're I, I can hear it in your voice. You're just all stoked. Yes, I cannot wait. And in addition to that, did a little bit of figure shopping uh, this past week. I did do the Black Friday RSC deal. I picked up Io Shirai. I picked up the Viking Raiders. I picked up the New Bailey. 
and the Rocky Johnson Elite. Got all of those figures. And then, in addition to that, I completed that transaction. Completely forgot about one figure that I've been wanting to add to the collection. That is RSC exclusive. So last night, I'm sitting watching TV and I'm like, you know what? I've been hearing so much about Walter versus Dragunov. Like everybody was ready. Cornette said it's one of the best matches ever. He said it's probably the best thing he's seen in five years. Like Cornette was raving about it. Wow. Yes, it's been making the rounds. Everybody's like, you got to see this match. I've been putting it off. And finally last night, I was just sitting up here and I was looking for something to watch. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch that match. I turned it on. It is from the, I believe it's the October 29th episode of NXT UK. Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. (laughs) I turn on the match. The bell rings. These two guys start beating the hell out of each other. Two minutes in, I had to pause the match. And I'm like, whoa, I forgot to pick up the Walter figure on the Black Friday deal. I need to go buy that right now before I forget and it sells out. So I, I paused the match two minutes in, jumped on RSE, ordered the Walter figure, which by the way, it's got to be considered the one of the best figures of 2020. It is outstanding between the packaging to the figure itself to the accessories. Unbelievably good. So ordered that, came back, finished the match. If you have not yet watched Walter versus Dragunov, do yourself a favor, grab your favorite beverage, be it alcoholic or otherwise, and just watch it. It's like 20 minutes, around 20 minutes, I think, maybe a little bit over. Those two guys literally beat the crap out of each other for 20 minutes. It is unbelievable. It is stiff. It is hard hitting. It is crazy. Do yourself a favor and go watch that match and then go buy a Walter figure. It's outstanding, dude. The match, the Walter figure, just incredible. So, so good. And that was all of my toy spotting. Wow, I can't believe a Walter and Ivan Drago match basically got you to plop down the money to go get a Walter figure. Well, look, Walter versus Ivan Drago would be incredible. (laughs) Drago would be like, if he dies, he dies. (laughs) Like, that would be awesome. I would love to see Walter versus Drago. But unfortunately, it was Dragunov, dude. (laughs) Oh, oh. Yes. Although I will say it's pretty funny you mentioned that. So Dragunov comes to the ring and it's kind of a, a, it sounds like the Russian national anthem that Nikolai used to sing. Uh-huh. I'm like, why doesn't he just come to the ring with Nikolai singing the national anthem? Um, are you serious? No, not the Nikolai. Like, okay. he oh. passed away. Come on, dude. Oh, no. I, I was like, is he serious about this one? Or is he going with some? No, you know they've got it in the can. They've got it in so many different recordings. Like, especially the long version when he'd really piss off the crowd. That should uh, be yes. Dragunov's ring entrance music. Oh, that's a, that's a good call. That's a good call. Thank you. That's it. That was all my toy spotting. It was all RSC. Um, and it was crazy. The Black Friday deal they were running. I got five figures for 88 bucks shipped. Couldn't pass that up. And then the Walter figure was, I think, like, it was not on the Black Friday deal. This was just last night. I totally forgot on the Black Friday deal. Otherwise, I would have bundled it in with that. But I think the Walter figure was like 27 bucks. Used the, the fully posable code. Got 10% off. So, yeah, super happy to be adding that one. I can't wait to have it. The packaging, the figure are just top notch. So good. Yeah, Celeste was sitting here the other night, and she goes, I don't have enough for you for Christmas. I'm like, okay. She goes, what do you want? And I'm like, I can't go wrong with a wrestling figure. She goes, yeah, but you buy them all. I was like, oh, that's true. That is true. And she goes, so what do you want? And I was like, well, RSC is having a great sale going on right now for some figures that I do want. And so she heads over there, and I was like, okay, I need Eric, because Scott yelled at me for only having Ivar. Yes, I did. 
I need Eric. I said, pick up the Rocky Johnson, and then there was one other figure she picked up for me, but I cannot remember what it is, so I'm drawing a blank on that. But other than that, dude, I, ha- I didn't do much figure shopping over here. Okay. Very quiet over here for picking up figures. It, it's been basically looking for Christmas gifts for everyone. Ah, so, gotcha. You know, you got to allocate that money for Christmas gifts this time of the year. Yes, absolutely, for sure. You've definitely got to budget it, and that really sucks because uh, David Meyer hit us up. And somebody in LA is selling an aircraft carrier, GI Joe aircraft carrier. It's like 97 to 99% complete. Only a few broken pieces with the box for 600 bucks. And I'm like, Oh man, why so close to Christmas? You jerk. (laughs) Not David Meyer. The guy's selling it like dude, Christmas really like you're killing my budget here. Well, maybe David Myers will get that for you for Christmas. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Actually, that would be awesome because that would mean that David Meyer is doing really, really well. (laughs) <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> uh scott this past week pat patterson passed away shocked the wrestling world i know you wanted to talk about it so i'm gonna have you go into it yeah really sad man just another one gone this year 2020 has not been kind to us we just lost animal um look what can you say about the guy i mean he brought so much to the business he is the reason that there's a royal rumble pay-per-view today he is the guy that created that Um, The original Intercontinental Champion, he won that belt, wink, wink, in Rio de Janeiro. And I'm just happy as a figure collector that we got a figure of him when we did. And Mattel did an outstanding job on it. They captured him perfectly. Thank you, Mattel, for that. I've even seen some out there that are signed, which, oh my gosh, if you have a signed Pat Patterson, that is just amazing. What an addition to your collection. That is incredible. Even before his death would have been just an incredible ad um, a very, very big loss to the wrestling world. Uh, if you get a chance, go watch his Hall of Fame speech. I've never seen Vince McMahon so uncomfortable with something in my life because he starts to talk about Vince and you could just see Vince like squirming in his chair. Also pretty sure <laughs> that's the last time Vince sat front and center for a Hall of Fame event because, um, you know, he does that backstage now. But yeah, Patterson kind of, he didn't put him on blast. He just was giving him glowing compliments. But you could see McMahon's like, I'm not the one that's supposed to be being honored. This is about you. Wrap it up. Come on. Super uncomfortable, but just... It goes to speak volumes about the person he was, that it's his moment and he's glowing about somebody else. And uh, Kevin Owens actually put something out. I believe it was on Twitter. I, I saw the video on Facebook, I think. Somebody posted up to Facebook about Kevin Owens talking about what a great guy he was uh, inside and outside the ring and how he just wanted to give back to the next generation of wrestling. And that just speaks to his character and how much he loved the business. So RIP Pat Patterson, Thank you for everything you did for wrestling. Thank you for the Royal Rumble. It's one of my favorite pay-per-views in the year. I always look forward to it. And, uh, you know, it, it really sparks that road to WrestleMania. And without Pat Patterson, we wouldn't have that. In addition, I think that the winners of the Royal Rumble, both the men and the women's events, should be given a Pat Patterson Memorial Trophy. Thank you. Oh, I don't hate that idea one bit. Yeah, it's his event, dude. And from what I've heard, I don't know if this is true, Pat Patterson pitched the idea to Vince and Vince hated it. Pat Patterson went over Vince's head to Dick Ebersol and said, hey, we should do that because they were partnered up with NBC at the time, said, hey, we should do this event, you know, just to get business. And he loved it and said, yeah, let's do it. And that became the first event on USA that they did for free. It was almost like a pay-per-view, the very first Royal Rumble. And... Like I said, without Pat Patterson, we I don't know if that story is true. That's just kind of what I've heard. It's one of those wrestling urban myths or urban legends. 
Um, but again, the winner, both the male and female winners of the Rumble, I think from here on out, should be given a Pat Patterson Memorial Trophy. Yeah, dude. I mean, that one was just a shocker. I mean, they're all shockers to us when these guys pass away. And, you know, granted, Pat wasn't big in our childhoods. We were more of the John Studs, the Hogans, the Bundys, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, Pat was an agent by the time we started watching. He was just on the kind of behind the scenes. He didn't really come to the forefront till later in the 90s in the Attitude Era. Right, but then you start reading stories about how important he was not only to the people back in the day but to the people today and one of the coolest things i saw was a picture that Sami Zayn posted of him celebrating in the ring after he won the nxt championship and he's being kind of held up and right to his left is pat patterson and i guess they were sending the boys out when uh sammy won and pat goes running out there and they're like pat you can't go out there and he was like try and f and stop me (laughs) <laughs> he was so happy for Sammy to get that moment and to shine that he wanted to be a part of it. He wanted to celebrate with him because it just meant so much to him that one of his boys did that. You know, the whole French Canadian thing, I'm sure helped. But regardless, it does show what the business up until the day he died meant to him. And that speaks volumes about him and how much he cared about the professional sport of wrestling. So thank you, Pat. Yeah, and he also helped put together the Iron Man match of Brett and Sean. Yeah, thank you. You're absolutely right. We were there for that. It was a masterpiece. Man, that guy had quite a wrestling mind. So another legend lost, Scott. Unfortunately, we didn't get our figures signed, but to the people that did, congrats. I know uh, there's a gentleman on Instagram handle is Coostown Collector. He got his signed in like a uh, kind of a light red paint pen. Uh, okay, it looks, nice choice. It looks, yeah, it looks great so to everybody got that got their figure signed congrats man that's huge i wanted to meet him back in san francisco i can't remember the year but i think you guys went actually you guys took our tickets we were supposed to go but then i had to fly out to denver wait what was this for apw he was in an apw show yeah it was that night i think it was cody versus joey oh the the match in the cage pat patterson was there yeah he was there Oh my gosh, I don't remember that. That was just a couple of years ago too. Yeah. The gentleman that runs APW, Marcus, he posted a picture of him and Pat at the Cow Palace together. Oh, that's awesome. Now, I don't know if Pat came out, but at the same time, he was backstage for it. And they did have a Royal Rumble type match on that show. I do remember that. And Jungle Boy was in it. Jungle Boy ran APW all the time out here. Yeah, I remember him being in. I don't remember Pat Patterson being there though, because if I had seen him... I probably would have gone up and at least gotten a picture or something, but I don't remember him being there. So I guess he he must have been backstage. Oh, maybe, but they had guys um, from the show, like the bigger names that were kind of out in the crowd doing autographs. They had like little tables set up along one of the walls. Um, And I don't remember seeing Pat Patterson. I think Morrison, like out of the talent that was there, Morrison and Cody, I think were two of the bigger names, but I don't remember Pat and that sucks. But look, we always say it. Don't miss a chance to meet your heroes because you don't know when something like this is going to happen. You've got to take that moment and just tell them, thank you. You know, have an uncomfortable moment like I did with Sting. And we'll be talking about Sting here in a little (laughs) bit too. Have an uncomfortable moment. Who cares? Because it makes a great story. But don't miss an opportunity to meet your heroes. (laughs) Shut up, Jeff. Stop making fun of me. And Jeff just left the chat. Scott, (laughs) we do have some news. What do you say we jump into it? Let's talk about it. Oh, you going to learn today. 
Scott, what do you got for other toy news? For other toy news this week, Boss Fight Studios has acquired the Popeye license, and figures are going to be releasing in late summer 2021. Series 1 will consist of Popeye, Bluto, Olive Oil, and Castor Oil, and those will be again available late summer 2021. That's awesome, dude. Um, I know that they're going to put so much love and care into those figures. Oh, and for I know, sure. And I know Eric Arana was just so stoked to get that. So congrats to them getting the Popeye license. Uh, great job. And I can't wait to see these figures. Yeah, very, very cool acquiring the Popeye license for them. I'm super happy for them. Uh, moving on, new Transformers figures from Hasbro Pulse available to pre-order now. And the last bit of news, figure news this week, G.I. Joe Classified Series Wave 3 is going to have repaints on the Scarlet and Roadblock. They will not be straight re-releases. They will simply be repaints. Same figures, just different paint schemes. And while this is not figure news, Jeff, AEW just showed off a huge acquisition. Don Callis? In addition to him. Oh, the man called Sting showed up to save Team Cody from Team Taz. Do we need to sing Sting's theme again? Man called Sting? You know, if you'd like to break out the lyrics and go into it, but I would much prefer that you sing the Ricky Steamboat theme. Oh, God, no. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Who, thanks to that song, we know does not cheat on his wife, but could if he wanted to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Ricky's a stud, but, you know, yeah, <laughs> he's a family man. Yeah, it was basically a song to Bonnie, like, hey, you're pretty lucky that your husband's not cheating on you. <laughs> he's very good looking and he totally could, but he's a family man, loves his kids. <laughs> good stuff, WCW. I also don't want to overlook Jason Wolf's recent figures that he, or customs, I should say, that he's doing. Okay, well, I was going to talk about that in Roll Call, where we talk about Jason Wolf's stuff, but yes... Since you're bringing it up, Jason Wolf is doing or has done Road Warriors Customs. Super limited set, super limited, but unfortunately by the time you hear this, they are gone. They're going to sell out as quickly, if not faster, than the Owen Hart release did. So unfortunately, I'm not offering any breaking news here because you're listening to this and they're already gone. Hopefully I got a set. I don't know yet. I don't have a crystal ball, but hopefully I got myself a set. Are you predicting the future that they're going to be sold out? Uh, dude, there's no doubt. Yeah, I know. There I is know. no doubt. And it was funny. We were talking to Jason on uh, instant message on Facebook. And it was one of those things like, dude, it's, this is not surprising that they're selling out this quickly. Like you're offering a quality product at an extremely fair price. And it's not some hack custom job like we've all seen on being an LJN or a Hasbro these are custom made parts magnetically held together. So it's going to be very hard to break. And the paint application is level expert. Like, of course these are going to sell out every single one he's done so far has sold out immediately. Zeus Hogan in the tux, Owen Hart, and now the road warriors. So we're going to get to it in roll call, but you got to stay tuned to his social media, man, because these things are moving quick and every one of them is an outstanding quality. 100%. But yes, I think they're going to sell out. So Oh, for sure. But Sting and AEW, dude. That's pretty huge, dude. I mean, I, I don't think Sting's going to be taking any bumps or wrestling any matches, but he could at least be on as a manager, maybe. Yes, Sting on TV in 2020 is great. I love to see it. Yes, he's 61, but as you mentioned, 
He's not there, we don't think, to wrestle. He's there to be an on-air personality. He's there to move merch. He is there to do appearances and promote the company. It's a win-win for AEW. You get a legend and a superstar all in one shot to help the brand. And that's great. Um, you've got to wonder from WWE side, does this chap their ass a little bit or did they not see money in him? Or was he simply asking for too much and they didn't see the return? I don't know the answer to that. There's only speculation. But uh, did WWE ring the washcloth that was Sting for everything it was worth? And they're just like, eh, we don't see it anymore. Go ahead and walk. If you show up in AEW, oh well. Did it just not make financial sense to re-up Sting? I, I don't know. And we'll find out how good the return on the investment is for AEW is Sting. I'm hoping for the best. I love Sting. He's fantastic. It's good for AEW. So we'll kind of see where it goes. Pro Wrestling Tees in the last 24 hours had some of their biggest sales all because of Sting merch. And that's great. That's great. It still shows that Sting can sell. People still want to buy Sting stuff and see him on TV. That is great. It just shows how good Sting is at putting his brand over and getting it over with the crowd. So great for Sting, great for AEW, super exciting. Like we said, we don't think he's going to wrestle, just more of an on-air personality, um, move merch, make appearances for the company, goodwill guy. That's that's all great for AEW. The other part of it is, Jeff, and you kind of dropped this when you mentioned Don Callis, Kenny Omega is going to be on Impact? That is what's going to be happening next Tuesday or this upcoming Tuesday. That's crazy that they're going to be teamed up with Impact. Holy crap. It's showing that if you get all these wrestling companies together, it adds so much to people's brand. Yes, you're not wrong about that because there's a lot of people talking right now. So oh, you, absolutely. You've kind of got a double-edged sword here from AEW. You've got the partnership with Impact that has a lot of people excited. And the, them teaming up with Impact and then pulling in Sting, that's two big things for AEW now working for them in an advantageous way because now they're going to be on another night. Now they're going to be at, what is Impact, on Tuesdays? Thursdays? Yep. Okay. Tuesdays. Okay, thank you. Tuesdays. They're on Tuesdays. You're going to have AEW talent on there. Let's not overlook the fact that the Good Brothers can come out and talk to Omega. That's kind of a mini Bullet Club reunion. Then you've got AEW with their program and now their newest acquisition, Sting, on the show. I mean, that's fantastic. And then they also have a partnership with AAA in Mexico. So yep. that's all great for AEW. And there's a, the more important part, there's a lot of people talking about it. It's causing a lot of excitement. People want to see where this thing goes. So that's great for AEW. It's definitely good for Impact. Great for AAA. You've got to wonder where NJPW stands in all this now because there was supposed to be some goodwill there, but who knows? Maybe they partner up with ROH or maybe ROH teams up with AEW and Impact now. Who knows? But we've always talked about this. Like, how do you take WWE on in a realistic way? Well, you basically just throw everybody on this ship over here and go head to head. Who knows if that's the ultimate plan, but those wheels are kind of in motion now, and it's super exciting to be a wrestling fan. So let's tie this back into Sting figures from Mattel. Did Mattel do Sting justice with all of the figures they put out? Oh, God, yes. Absolutely. Dude, you can stop at the defining moments in the crew outfit. Okay. I was hoping you would say the Great American Bash Sting, because that one wasn't the best. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. I just, it's one of those figures, when you see it, you're just blown away. You just, you can't believe how good it is. 
That was us when we saw that Sting figure unveiled at Access for WrestleMania 31. It was in the case. We laid eyes on it. And the only other time that I've been that taken aback by a figure in person before it was mass released. Um, oh gosh, what was the name of that series from Jax? The Hardy Boys 2-pack. Double Slam 4. Thank you, Double Slam. Just drawing a blank on it. The Double Slam Hardys. We saw that at Access WrestleMania 2000. Could not believe how good they were. Just completely blown away by the quality. That's how we felt about that Sting defining moment. So yeah, 100%. Mattel carried the Sting ball. Ran it all the way to the end zone. Just unbelievable. That figure, I think if you had to put all the Sting figures on a list from Mattel, did they do Sting just? That one is going to be at the very tip top. I absolutely agree with you. I think Mattel did a fantastic job doing Sting justice. Surfer Stings outside of the Great American Abash, even the basic Surfer Stings were fantastic. Yeah, the one in the, the neon green. Oh, the neon green, the orange, they were great. Um, yes, the Great American Bash one had some flaws, so I'll leave that one be. But It was still good, eh, but yeah, it wasn't the, fantastic. A lot of the paint application on the face was just off. But anyways. What about the Elite in the white tights that came with the big gold belt? That one's outstanding. God, what was it? Elite 39, I think, where he was in the black trench coat with the red shirt. Yes. That one was good. The, the, the Build-A-Figure J.J. Dillon sting was good when he went with the darker hair. The face paint worn. Uh, fig two pack that was a basic oh right yes that one was good i i think they did sting justice i i felt mattel did an excellent job on sting we were supposed to get that one that was going to come out in elite legend 7 i thought that one was going to be good i don't know if i was going to get it but at the same time i thought it was in a, i thought it looked good yeah it was a, it was a cool take on sting because it was kind of his first stab at doing that crow type makeup it was like an earlier version of Crow Sting. So definitely cool. Uh, it would have been one of those wait and see until I actually hold it in hand to see if I'm going to purchase it. Because again, you know, when you've kind of set the bar with that Defining Moments Crow Sting, everything else in the Crow Sting line is going to be held to a pretty high bar. So ugh, do you spend the 20 bucks on it? Do you not? It, it would have been a judgment call in person. So I'm right there with you. I don't know. Well, let's see how Jazzwares does with it since he's under a multi-year deal with AEW. Let's see what they do. Yeah, it's super exciting, man. I can't wait to see where this goes. And if anything, it just adds fuel to the fire that is the Legends Jazzwares line. Are we going to get it? They've got Arn Anderson. They've got Tully Blanchard. Now they've got Sting. I mean, you're starting to set yourself up here for a pretty solid Legends line. You start pulling in other guys that haven't had figures in year I or figures in years, i.e. Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express. Man, setting yourself up pretty nice. They also have Tony Schiavone, Jim Ross. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yep. Sticking with AEW, Sammy Guevara rendering was shown off for Series 4, Scott. The rendering looks good. We'll see how it goes from rendering to prototype to finished product. We all know what's going on with Jazzwares. I mean, somewhere between prototype and final products skin tones get lost bags get put under eyes and let's see how it goes but so far so good on the rendering yeah yeah you've got to think that all of that stuff that we you just kind of mentioned is going to be cleared up probably by like wave five or six they'll have it pretty well in hand by then i, I would think ftc moving over there in stock right now early bird variant joey janela 
Early bird variant Scott Norton, early bird variant Shane Strickland, and early bird variant Vince Russo. Scott Norton has the cloth singlet on. Joey Janela has the white jacket on. Vince Russo has the jacket, and it says Russo across the front of the baseball jersey that used to say Giants, but they did not have IP for the San Francisco Giants, so now it says Russo. And Shane Strickland, who is Isaiah Swerve Scott, on NXT. So those are all up for order over at FTC. Also, Funko Macho Man Walmart variant. He'll be in all, what is it, like a, it's like a neon yellow almost like. Yes. Very colorful. And what was the biggest news? GameStop exclusive Ric Flair from 1992 Royal Rumble carrying the big gold belt, and it will come with a pin. This is GameStop exclusive, available now on GameStop.com. Did you announce that with a tear in your eye? Uh, Yeah, and actually I started blading myself, too. Oh, good. Wow. You really took it over the top. I had to get in character, dude. Did you yell at somebody to put that cigarette out? <laughs> no, different person. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> uh, Funko looks cool, dude. That's one I would love to get signed by Rick. Yeah, and again, it's so hard not to go down this Funko rabbit hole, but I, I just can't do it. I can't do it. Great looking Funko Pop, but look, they're all great looking, right? Funko just kind of nails these all the time. And as I've mentioned the last couple of weeks, we've been binge watching The Office, and I really want to get a Dwight Funko Pop. But once I do that, I'm going to want the Michael Scott Funko Pop and any other Office characters that they make, especially Kevin carrying the big thing of chili i'd want that too but i can't do it because once you get one then it's just all downhill from there and you start buying them all as you know jeff with the back to the future figures only the neca ones the only the big neca ones i'm always sticking with those for now yes uh, no i'm not doing three and three quarters <laughs> that's what you say now yeah and then guess what happens somebody goes hey i found these three and three quarter gi joes over at walmart do you guys want them Mm-hmm. You see how that goes? You see how quickly it happens, Jeff? Yeah, you were involved in that text message. You saw how that went. I did. I was not condoning it. I was on the outskirts. That was between you and the person that texted. But welcome to the three and three quarter inch club, my friend. Uh, no, I'm not getting any more. Lies. I shouldn't have done that. But then I saw him and I was like, man, that Destro looks awesome. Uh-huh. And also this past Friday, Junk Shop Dog had the Bruiser Brody pre-order uh, pre-orders went on this past Friday. Now, usually like with Jason Wolf, we can kind of tell you, hey, look, these are going to be sold out quick. Well, with the Bruiser Brody, we don't know. So you guys might want to check Junk Shop Dog to check and see if they still have any of the pre-order for the Bruiser Brody figures that are Popey style. And if you guys don't know what Popey style, Popey are some of the original wrestling figures that were only movable at the shoulders, the waist, but this is a Bruiser Brody figure. So go check that out to see if they have any more available to get your pre-order in. I hope those do well, because I would like to see more figures in the style of Popey. So you've got to think if if the Bruiser Brody figure sells, they're going to start looking at other names to throw into their line. So if that interests you at all, definitely go check it out. And Scott, we got tagged in something that was absolutely hilarious on Twitter. Target posted something. Now, I don't know. If, <laughs> okay. We got tagged in this. I don't know if this is for real. I haven't seen this anywhere else. 
But there is a target kind of posting, and it says protecting target assets. Week one, reseller policy, identifying a reseller. Selling merchandise to resellers often causes in-stock issues, loss of profit. Remember, no resellers. It actually says it twice. What should you look for? Attempts to purchase large quantities of an item. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like a PS5 or a G.I. Joe? Yeah, and all of them. <laughs> Attempts to use mini discounts or asking for special discounts. Attempts to undermine quantity limits by conducting back-to-back transactions. Request to override system prompts. What can you do? Immediately involve your front-end leader if you suspect reseller activity. Follow all system prompts and limitations. Review the target reseller policy posted at the guest services desk. Now, again, I don't know if this is for real, but we got tagged in it and I got to laughing that if this was real, that target would put this up. Well, you know what's funny? I don't know if you've been on Pop Finder recently, but when you go to do a Pop Finder search, yep. it actually says on there, don't be mean to target employees. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and what started this? What started this? I can tell you exactly what started this. The Cobra R- Trooper. Wrestling figure. Oh yeah, the Cobra Trooper too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to blame G.I. Joe on this, okay? It wasn't wrestling figures. We've been using Pop Finder for wrestling figures for, what, the better part of two and a half years now? Yeah. Everybody has known about this, two and a half, three years? Yep. All of a sudden, the, those G.I. Joe figures, those exclusives come out at Target, and people are being jerks to Target employees. Now everybody knows what a DPCI number is, and Pop Finder has to put a disclaimer on their site that says, basically, be nice, don't be a jerk, And that didn't happen until the Cobra Trooper. So I blame the G.I. Joe Classified series for this, not wrestling figures. Look, the bottom line is don't be a-holes to Target workers. They're going through enough right now being in the middle of a pandemic. Be nice to the Target workers. If they don't have any, if their little clicker doesn't show anything or their scanner doesn't show anything, just take it. Just, okay, thank you. Thank you for looking. You mean take their scanner and prove them wrong? <laughs> Hit them over the head with it. <laughs> I know you're lying. Make a dash for the back. <laughs> but I mean, come on. They're, it's Christmas season. They're going through enough right now. Whether it's Target, Walmart, or any other worker, be nice. Come on. I, I think our listener base is very nice. I know. But at the same time, like, there's a reason that Pop Finder had to put that on their site right now. And I'm just kind of reiterating that. Agree. Agree, but I still blame G.I. Joe Classified for all of this. And it would have been funny if on that Target notice about the resellers, if there was a picture of comic book guy from The Simpsons in it. <laughs> like, what to look for? This guy. <laughs> and it has your picture, Scott, on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Look, me. Look for a 46-year-old dude with a beard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with COVID and turkey belly. <laughs> Oh, anyways, as I said, I don't know if it's real. If you guys see it, take a picture, send it over to us. That's great. How do I identify a reseller? Oh my goodness. (laughs) Scott, we do have a listener segment. What do you say we jump into it? Let's go talk to him. And I just want to hear from my people. Tell me, can I hear from my people? I just want to hear from my people. And I just want to listen. Scott, our first audio comes in from the lovely Justin Summers. Let's see what Justin's got to say. Hello, Scott and Jeff. This is once again Justin Summers from Wrestling Cheers with my weekly 
question. So I was thinking when it comes to toys, wrestling and non-wrestling related, we love nostalgia. We love it when toy lines come back. We like it when old toy lines kind of get a tribute to them, whether it be the WWE Hasbro figures getting the now Mattel retros, whether it be the Masters of the Universe, whether those getting re-released or the WWE doing their version of Masters of the Universe with their crossover line. And maybe even going back to with the Young Bucks when they attempted to bring back LJN for with their throwback product. My question to you guys, could another toy line do that, whether it be wrestling related or non-wrestling related? I know there's, there's some examples I didn't give, but what about something like muscle wrestlers? What if a concept were to be maybe through independent wrestling? You get muscle figures re-released and you have it to where there's certain independent wrestlers that are are these figures. And you got to have a guy like maybe like Danhausen that'd be one of the bigger ones. But you could also have Effie, maybe Nick Gage, Dan the Dad, or any wrestler like that. Do you think a concept like that would work, whether it be a different toy line or whether it be the muscle wrestlers? Kind of a quick one for me, but I wanted to run that idea by you guys. Once again, thank you for everything you guys do, and I look forward to hearing my response on the next episode. Later. I love when Justin takes his answer off the air. Yes. <laughs> That's how we should end every single one. I love it. Um, regarding muscle figures, it could work. The micro brawlers are about the closest thing that we've gotten to something that is independent based and those sell really well I, at least i think they still do they were hot there for a quick minute um so that would be kind of close other toy lines that would mash up or could be in another scale scott what do you think I've always wanted to see and we've actually talked about this on a few episodes uh we had a bunch of listener submissions do you remember when we did wwe and dc Yes. That is still one that I really want to see. I would love to see a mashup. You probably couldn't do Marvel because Mattel and Hasbro obviously has two different sides of the fence, but Mattel and um, I believe Mattel has the DC license. Would love to see WWE and DC do a mashup. And we almost had a DC line of, of uh, luchadors, but unfortunately that fell through. But to kind of go the other direction with it, would love to see, like, somehow, say, John Cena as Batman, you know, as an example. Something cool like that, I don't know if it would do super great, but it would still be one of those interesting crossovers. Now, if you're looking for, like, a major property, like Justin mentioned, for example, the Masters of the Universe and WWE, ooh... I mean, there's always Transformers. Turtles was a huge hit. I don't know if Transformers would really translate over to wrestling so much. It, it just seems like they really hit that that happy mix with Masters and WWE. You know, you've got the over-the-top personalities meeting this, this super buff body mold. And it just works all across the board. Male or female character, it just works. They've really hit that perfect note there. I really think WWE and DC would be a cool mix. That would be the biggest one I could think of, but 
I think with the independent guys, really like those micro brawlers, as you mentioned, Jeff, that's really where it's at. You know, or if anything, getting a figure made through Figure Toy Company. Right. Outside of being like a mashup, as Justin mentioned, with muscle. Because, for example, the muscle figures we released as WWE Legends, they mashed up WWE in the muscle license. And as far as I know, you can still get those for pretty cheap. I don't think that it was a huge hit. It was cool. Definitely was cool. A lot of nostalgia there, but it didn't go gangbusters like, say, the retro line did. So mm-hmm. for an indie guy, I don't know if a mashup of another property is really where it's at. Um, maybe it is getting a figure made like through the Rising Stars and FTC, for example. Yeah. I don't know about uh, mashups or anything like that. Like you said, WWE and DC would be a good fit. Uh, we were talking last week. Wasn't there something coming out? It was like Marvel mashed up with Transformers or something like that. Uh, yes, they're doing the X-Jet. Yes. But that makes sense because it's a vehicle. I don't know about a character. Like, for example, Roman Reigns is a Transformer. I, I don't know how that would play. You know, or if you did, like, a small Roman Reigns figure with a Transformer. So you've got, like, bad guys versus good guys. You know, you do, like, John Cena and Optimus Prime and Roman Reigns and Megatron or something like that. You know, but it's a little character that can go inside the robot somehow. Maybe something like that. But I don't also, really see, like, Roman Reigns turning into Megatron. Like, anything like that. That might be kind of weird. Also, it's Mattel and Hasbro, too. Um, yeah, there you go again. You can't you can't cross brands or cross streams. Yeah, no, you're totally right. So, I, I really think that DC and WWE would make an interesting mashup. But I don't know if it would do better than Masters of the Universe in WWE. They just, they really hit a home run with that mashup. And I'm happy that it's gone beyond what I thought was only going to be two or three series. You know, thinking like the Monsters Mutants line. Yeah. It's definitely eclipsed everything that I thought it was going to do. And I'm really happy that it did. And every series that they put out is better than the previous one. It's it's better than the Turtles mashup. It's definitely better than the Monsters and Mutants mashup. They've really hit a home run with this thing. People are still super invested in it. They're snatching up every single new one that comes out. So I don't know if there's a way to trump that. But going back to Justin's question about the independence, maybe micro brawlers would be the way to go as we talked about. You could do muscle. I don't know if there's a huge market. There is definitely the nostalgia factor there. But as I mentioned, they weren't a huge hit when they did the mashup with WWE. So I don't know if that's really really the way to go but i don't really know what other property you could mash up with at being on the independent scene yeah that's a tough one like for wwe and mattel you kind of have to follow that blueprint of making wwe guys into motu figures because like we've said before and i've said this a hundred times not only are they hitting the motu fans that love wwe they're also hitting the customizers yes because they become remco figures almost and then they become Remco's. So there's so many things and factors that go into why people love the Motu WWE mashup. They're, they hit three big bullet points, which is Motu and WWE fans, the customizers, and AWA Remco fans. Well, Nick Aldis has the Hasbro-style figure coming out. And Nick Aldis is not a member of WWE, or for that matter, AEW or Impact. He's part of the NWA. So maybe that would be the mashup. Maybe Chella 
takes over some of the independent, the bigger independent names and starts making a Hasbro figure of the independent guys. There's, there's so much nostalgia. This is just going back to Justin's question. So much nostalgia with the love of the Hasbro line, as he mentioned with the retros, maybe that would be the ultimate mashup for them to look at doing a Hasbro style figure like Nick Aldis did. Thank you, Justin, for your weekly question. As I said before, we always look forward to it. Scott, the next question comes in from Jim Fields. First time submission. Here you be, is what Jim said. So, Jim, let's see what your first question is. Hey, Jeff and Scott. It's Jim Fields here from the Two Spot Monkeys podcast. Uh, Folks can check that out at Two Spot Monkeys on Twitter or, as Jeff always says, on the Book of Faces. Two Spot Monkeys there as well. Uh, You can also find me on Facebook at the Ask a Nebraskan Trivia, where I host a weekly online game right now uh, during this time of COVID and shutdowns and all of that. And that last part's really what brings me to send you this recording today. I've been wanting to send it for a while and just never really remembered to ever get it done. Every week I'd think of it was while I was listening to the show and then I'd forget to do it before the next week too. But I wanted to say thank you because, well, you may not know it, Without you guys, I never would have started my own business with the Ask a Nebraskan Trivia, so I wanted to tell you that story. Uh, well, it's true that over the years of listening to the podcast, you've definitely created some wallet heat in my life. Uh, Scott, you got to stop talking about these G.I. Joes. I love hearing about them, but it makes me want to jump in and start buying them, and I just can't start down that road. Uh, but um, you actually created like some reverse wallet heat, I would say, in my life. A little bit over three years ago, I was looking for a way to make some extra cash as we had some medical bills that were looming and I needed a bigger shovel to try to dig out of the hole. And on one of your shows, you mentioned the Trivia with Buds podcast and an episode that Ryan had done with someone quizzing uh, with someone else. He was quizzing on wrestling questions. I think it was around SummerSlam, if I remember right. And I've always loved trivia, so I checked it out. Really loved the episode, started listening to more of his shows, and then it got me thinking that there really weren't a lot of trivia nights happening here in central Nebraska. Uh, So what would it look like if I started providing that service for bars and restaurants in the area? So I finally emailed Ryan Buds, and I asked if he wouldn't mind sharing how he got started doing trivia nights, as I really had no idea where I should start even, you know, about doing that. So he replied back and said, you know, how about we do a Skype call and I'll record it for my podcast and I'll tell you everything about how I got started, what to avoid, how I run it, everything. So we did that and uh, it was actually three years ago this week we recorded that episode uh, and it came out. So fast forward to the following April, so almost three years now, and I was hosting my first live trivia night. And I've now hosted hundreds of them across the area at bars, restaurants, parties, you name it. And like I said, now doing online games uh, since being in the venues is a little tougher right now with everything going on. Without you guys, I never would have made that connection with Ryan, who's now become a friend of mine as well. Uh, And I likely never would have had the idea to even start this business, which has certainly helped um, on the financial side of life. So I just wanted to say thank you for that. You didn't even know the way that you might be influencing somebody uh, just by mentioning that even. I thought about sending you a wrestling trivia question or trivia quiz, but maybe we'll save that for another submission. Uh, but my question for you guys is this, kind of pivoting away from that. Uh, I used to love watching world-class championship wrestling on ESPN back in the day. So not counting the Von Erichs or the Freebirds, because let's be honest, those are the easy answers. Are there any world-class stars you'd like to see Mattel or Figures Toy Company or Storm or somebody take a stab at? For me, I've got a couple of them. I'd love to see a Percy Pringle figure. We've got a number of Paul Bearer figures, but I think it'd be really cool to see Percy Pringle. 
Uh, I'd also love to see the great Kabuki. Uh, he's got that toyetic look that always gets talked about. And the last one is one I've wanted for a long time. And for a while, I thought there was one, but I, I don't think there is. And that would be the missing link. I just think, again, he's got a really toyetic look that would be pretty cool. So curious to hear what you guys think. If you watched World Class back in the day, uh, who you think would be cool to see figures of from World Class Championship Wrestling. So anyways, again, guys, thank you so much for... Uh, the way that you've influenced my life. And thanks for being a fun podcast to listen to every single week and talking about these figures. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks guys. Jim, thank you so much for that audio. Like you don't know how much that touched us that we did that dude. And we didn't even know it, but I, I, honestly, man, you couldn't have reached out to a better guy and Ryan buds. Ryan is just such a great guy. And uh, we'll always have great things to say about him. The dude is just awesome. And I'm glad you reached out to him. Um, yeah, thank you for sending that, man. That just warmed us. That's that's kind of fuel for the engine. R- really, we hear things like that, and that is our inspiration to want to keep going and to hit that five-year mark and to hit that six-year mark, episode 300, episode 400. Like Those are the emails or the listener submissions that keep us going. That is so inspiring to hear. I can't thank you enough for that, Jim. Thank you so much. So Scott, world-class guys, man, of course, right off the bat, I've got to be a Mark and say Dingo Warrior. Like that's where he got his start. Well, technically it was the Blade Runners, but that's where he started to really develop that ultimate warrior character. So I would love to see a Dingo Warrior throw a a mustache on him too. Why not? Got to have a mustache Dingo Warrior. Can I throw one in? Please do. Yeah, we'll have a back and forth. Go for it. How about Iceman King Parsons? I love it. One thing I loved about Iceman King Parsons was he did the butt butt. Yes, he did. That was his that was his finishing move, wasn't it? He just like throw him into the ropes and then jump up and just Yes, the butt butt was his finish. And Colt Cabana did that move later and called it the flying asshole. Yes. But in a very PG era, 80s if you will, Iceman Parsons just called it the butt butt. Who who else you got down, dude? I'm going to throw in Chris Adams. Gentleman oh, Chris yes. Adams with the British gear. I think he would make an amazing looking figure. You could even put the cape on him or the the jacket on him if you wanted to. I think he would be a great figure. How about gorgeous Jimmy Garvin? Yeah, keep going, dude. (laughs) I'm all for this. I mean, look, you can put the hairspray accessory with him, almost like Rick Martel's arrogance, right? He had the flashy robes on, the big bushy hair. Jimmy Garvin was amazing. Um, Gino, the great Gino Hernandez, would love to see a figure of him. Um... Man, trying to think world class when you take away the Freebirds and the Von Ericks. Well, you had one man gang in there. Like Jim, we used to watch it all the time on ESPN. Yes. And man, I loved it so much, dude. I mean, there was, I know he wasn't big in WCW, but there was Al Perez. He was kind of a big deal in there. Yes, he was. And let's not forget Rick Rude too. Bigelow was in there. A lot of names went through. A lot of names. And of course, we want Freebirds and Von Erichs figures. And like Jim said, those are definitely the easy ones. But there are definitely some hidden gems in there. Um, Man, I think Jimmy Garvin is so long overdue for a figure. It's not, especially singles run Jimmy Garvin. Um, Gino Hernandez, Chris Adams, two guys that have never had figures. Missy Hyatt was in there? Yeah, I would love to see a Missy Hyatt figure. Gary Hart for sure. Gary Hart was like a, much like Percy Pringle, as Jim mentioned, Gary Hart was like one of the mainstays in world class as far as like the heel managers go. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, Skandar Akbar was in there. He had a little army of guys running through there. Um, they were, had a good colorful amount of managers there. Yeah. I would love to see some world-class guys. Definitely. And it's a shame. Chris Adams was a huge talent in the ring. Never had a figure. Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin didn't really have a lot of figures. Yeah, he had the Galoobs, but hasn't had a slew of figures out long overdue for an updated Jimmy Garvin figure, like a singles run Jimmy Garvin. That would probably be the biggest world-class name I could pull out. That one and Chris Adams, I think, are like my two biggest. How dare you forget about Jimmy Garvin's Remco? Okay, you're right. How dare you shame you're right. Okay, you're right. That was a good Jimmy Garvin figure, but look, Remco couldn't do long hair. Yeah, they got the they got the poof, the the man poof that he had going. Yes, on. they had the man poof, but they couldn't <laughs> really do long hair given their molds. So that's, that's yeah, that's definitely one that's long overdue as a good singles run heel Jimmy Garvin. Jim, thank you again for that listener submission, man. That really meant so much to Scott and I. I can't express to you how much that meant to us that you sent that in and talked about the ryan buzz story and again ryan buzz is one guy scott and i will never have a bad word to say about just a genuine sweetheart of a guy so uh thank you for sending that in jim absolutely scott our last question of the week comes in from josh thompson hey jeff and scott jt here back with that weekly question i know 2020 was a pretty rotten year but i wanted to ask you guys what positives that you guys have had this year it can be anything from family staying safe to you guys getting all wrestling and action figures you wanted uh positives i mean one family staying safe i got to spend another thanksgiving with the family that was obviously a positive wrestling figure wise basically i got most of them and despite our constant gripes regarding target i got most of the gi joe classified so i'm okay things were good this year outside of everything going on around us yeah i'm gonna echo exactly what you said jeff we're still healthy we're still employed we still have our homes. The parents are good. Everybody's safe. Everybody that we know that got COVID has kicked out, which is good. So yeah, in that regard, we're very fortunate to spin it to the other side with what this podcast is really about. Bang energy drinks. We got some, we got some great flavors. No, I'm just kidding. It's about <laughs> wrestling figures, folks. It really is. Uh, look, this was a banner year for wrestling figures. Right. We had possibly the greatest female figure of all time released this year. At least according to Jeff. Yeah. At least according to Jeff's argument, mine is on the way. So I'll be able to weigh in on that argument in the next week or two. So we'll see if we have a shoe in for next year's hall of fame. So a lot of positives in the wrestling figure world. There's a lot of players in the game. Now Chella has stepped up. They're doing the Hasbro style figures. Pro Wrestling Tees is doing the micro ballers, as Jeff talked about earlier. Those things are taking off. Mattel still knocking it out of the park, having a banner year in their quality of figures. Super 7 with their Andre the Giant figure and with their NJPW line knocking it out of the park. Boss Fight Studios with the Penta and the Ray Phoenix. Those figures are going to be coming out soon. They've got basics coming out. They've got more deluxe figures coming out. Uh, who did I forget, Jeff? Who's still out there? Storm Collectibles? Jazzwares, FTC. Uh, yeah, I was going to mention those next. We had Storm with the, th the set of three Hogans. That is awesome. They're doing Justin Liger variants that are incredible. Hold on. We've... Did you say Justin Liger? Oh, gosh. Did I say Justin Liger? Did you say Justin Liger? Please tell me. No, I said Jushin. I said Jushin. 
No, you said Justin. No, I think I said Justin. <laughs> Justin. I'm sorry. I don't know why I just said that. That's like when I said Kako. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was nowhere near that bad, dude. <laughs> oh my goodness you had to bring that up oh my goodness yes my apologies to the great jushin liger your name is not justin i don't i don't know why i just said that yeah you're 100 percent correct uh, we got a bunch of good figures coming out and jazzwares it's not overlooked jazzwares stepping up with the aew license and you know there are gripes there are things that aren't great about the figures so far but for the most part they're outstanding they're doing a really, really good job. You can see the direction this line is heading. They've already got rings that are released, which is great because you got to have a ring to go with your figures. So those are all positives as far as I'm concerned because, again, this is a wrestling figure podcast. We have to focus on that. And wrestling figures this year took another huge step forward, really as they have the last two or three years, escalating in value, escalating in quality that's for damn sure when you look at storm super seven mattel the work they're putting in on these things is amazing so as i always say great time to be a wrestling figure fan 2021 is just going to get better we have to hope that distribution issues are going to clear up you know due to the pandemic there's been a lot of holdups for that or due to that especially with super seven and their njpw line boss fight with their legends of lucha but look wrestling figures at the forefront it's been a very very good 2020 in the wrestling world itself we've lost some big names this year and it's heartbreaking pat patterson we talked about him earlier we lost animal in september we lost kamala we lost the great rocky johnson has not been a great year again for losing loved ones in the wrestling world but that's kind of the way it goes now but overall wrestling figure wise i think 2020 has been fantastic and the motu line is just growing in leaps and bounds and getting better every single series. So kudos to Mattel for that one. I don't know who would have called this level of success, but I'm really happy that it's happening. So overall, 2020 has been a crap year, but at least in wrestling figures, it's been good. Scott, that rounds out the show. Uh, let's see, what figures were on Wrestling Toy Tracker? Hmm. Well, we did discuss Hasbro's with the cello throwbacks. So Hasbro's. Okay. Hasbro's were on there, yes. Yep. Uh, think, um, hmm. uh, oh, Sting Crow Defining Moments, which is on there. Okay, okay. Uh, Galoobs, uh, right? Galoobs are on there? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we mentioned Jimmy about, Garvin. Yeah, you talked about Jimmy Garvin. You totally left off the Remco, Jimmy Garvin. Thank you for bringing that up, yes. Uh, yeah, Justin Liger. Justin Liger also. <laughs> Justin Liger is not on WrestlingToyTracker.com, <laughs> but the, those figures are. <laughs> Where did Justin Liger. Liger come from? What the I hell? Don't know. I don't know, dude. <laughs> My goodness. I apologize. Anyway. That's so unprofessional of me. Anyway, well, this ain't really that professional of a podcast. Anyways, <laughs> professionally unprofessional. Thank you. But a lot of those figures are on WrestlingToyTracker.com where they have the carded and loose prices of LJN, Hasbro, Galoobs, Just Toys Bendems, Defining Moments, and Retro. So, and they just put up the new prices to reflect recent ebay prices so they just put that up wrestlingtoytracker.com scott eagle moss yes again christmas right around the corner if you are looking for a gift for the pop culture or wwe fan in your life look no further than eagle moss give them a follow on twitter at hero collector underscore they have a great assortment of statues under their umbrella 
bunch of properties from DC to Battlestar Galactica to Star Trek and of course WWE you will not be disappointed especially with their WWE statues give them a look all the greats from way back when all the way to current day when you subscribe to the service you get the figures or the statues shipped directly to you and they will ship you the ring to display those statues in again Eagle Moss on Twitter at Hero Collector underscore also, want to throw it back to our podcast buddies, Breaker and Bane over there. They do a fun show, Toy Talk, Wrestling Talk. They got a little movie talk, comic talk, and they have a guest in each week. So check out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Check out Doing the Favor. Check out their website where they've got the SKUs, the UPCs for PopFinder and BrickSeek. And again, be nice to the workers, please. Yeah, they've got paperwork on us now. Be nice. Yeah, right. Be nice. But check out doingthefavor.com on iTunes and check out their website, where is a great tool for the UPCs and the SKUs that link up to PopFinder and BrickSeeks. You can check out the Chick Foley Show on iTunes. Also, they are having a toy drive. And if you want to donate to the toy drive, please send it on over to Sheena Phelps, P.O. Box 14393, Norfolk, Virginia, 2393. 518. If you want to send monetary donations, send it to Sheena Phelps, the number two, at yahoo.com for their toy drive. So please do that. You heard the sweet, velvety voice of Justin Summers earlier, who does the Wrestling Cheers podcast. I want you guys to check that out. It's a Northeast Ohio based wrestling show, independent wrestling podcast. So check that out. Wrestling Cheers. I want you to check out RJ over at Ringside Rant. Our good friend Marty and Rucker do Boot to the Face. Boot to the Face. It's a fun wrestling show. <laughs> uh, by the way, Rucker is in love with Mickey James. Like in love? Like sending her letters and hiding in the bushes? Or admiring from afar? No, not like what you do for Charlie Caruso. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, I have to throw it allegedly? Well, I mean, on this show, yeah. Come on. Uh, Provide some coverage here, dude. Gosh. All right. All right. But yes, Rucker does love Mickey James as much as you love Charlie Caruso. Hey, I feel you on that one. (laughs) Actually, Rucker messaged us and he goes, tell Scott, I feel him about Charlie Caruso. (laughs) (laughs) We understand each other. I like it. Yep. Yep. Also, I want you to check out Lucha Libre figures and facts that I do a show with Eric Arana talking all things Lucha Libre figures and Scott drunk wrestling history. What you got? Yes. Give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. Our latest episode, Jeff ranks all of Hulk Hogan's title reigns from best to worst. And I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm sure you can guess what number one is, but the rest of it gets pretty interesting because again, as the premise of the show is we drink and we're trying to rank 12 title reigns. And in the process, it gets a little bit of Steiner math involved. So (laughs) it's a train wreck. Follow it if you can. Listen if you must. Find us anywhere you find all your other podcasts at. And we're on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk where we're not always accurate. But as evidenced by this Steiner math episode of Hogan title reigns, we are always drunk. Now you got me thinking about Hogan title reigns. Well, listen to the episode and you'll see where they all come in. As I said, number one should be a gimme. But yeah. after that, it it gets a little interesting. And I provide a few arguments that actually sway my co-hosts on that show. 
So listen in. So you guys also had to do NWO title runs too? Yes, correct. All of his world title runs. So yes, um, WWF and WCW and WWE. Because remember, he did win the world championship in 2002. So that was included as well. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm curious who you guys, how you guys ranked it. Because to be honest, some of that WCW stuff, I don't even... I remember because I just recently watched it, but it was like pretty bad, especially 95. Well, yeah, the Dungeon of Doom thing. Yeah, 93 and 95 was like, oh. I mean, it, we got the Cole twins out of it, but I mean, oh, and the Kongs. <laughs> but what? Yes, we did, Jeff. Some of the greats, actually. Yeah. <laughs> when you're building a Mount Rushmore of tag teams. Yeah, those are two names <laughs> I'd throw up there. Four guys that have never been in my kitchen. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> or on my Mount Rushmore of tag teams. <laughs> if, if anybody knows where that quote came from, four guys that never been in my kitchen kudos to you marty and sarah love wrestling and each and every day we spoke about him earlier ryan buds does trivia buds please give that a listen scott roll call yes as we talked about earlier jason wolf is still doing hasbro customs and by the time you hear this his road warrior set will be sold out but if you are subscribed to his social media you'd already know and you'd already have a set of Road Warriors of your very own. So give this man a follow on Twitter at Art of Jason Wolf. He's also on Facebook, The Art of Jason Wolf. You gotta follow him. You gotta pay attention because he's gonna let you know when you can head over to his website, which is Doyle, D O Y L E, draws.com, where you can order prints, you can order custom figures when they're available, and you can get in touch with the man himself to do a commission. He is great at what he does, be it artwork or custom figures. Give that man a follow again on Twitter at Art of Jason Wolf, or he's also on Facebook, The Art of Jason Wolf, or head to his website, doyledraws.com. Get in touch with Jason. Get yourself some artwork. The man's a genius. The man's incredible. Jason Wolf. Can't say enough good things about him. And Jeff, that rounds out Roll Call. Can't wait for those figures, Scott. Same here, dude. I am super excited. As soon as he started doing customs, I was like, dude, when are the Road Warriors coming out? That was quite a while ago. He's had a lot of success doing them. And why? Because it's quality. It's at a very fair price point. You're getting what you pay for. You are not getting some hack job here where somebody just throws paint on a figure, calls it a day. This is all from scratch. It's incredible. The price point is very fair. Follow him if you want some custom Hasbros. I can't wait for him to do Justin Liger. Or the Cole Twins or the Kongs. Oh, don't, you're hitting my senses with that one. Let's never mention Justin Liger again, please. We're putting <laughs> Scott, that one to bed like the wish list. Scott, for episode 255, anything else? RIP Pat Patterson. Stay safe, stay healthy, fig license 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 255. And remember to spay and neuter your animals. Hashtag fig life. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Remember to spay and neuter your animals? Dude, I I went straight Bob Barker. (laughs) Remember he used to say that on when he would sign off on Price is Right? (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. <laughs> You're telling people to spay and neuter their animals? Bob Barker did for 20-something years, 30-something years. Oh, oh. You need to run these things by me first, dude. <laughs> spay and neuter your animals. 
as my voice fades off into <laughs> silence. Oh my goodness. I, I thought that would pop you. I thought you would find that funny, dude. Oh no, I totally did. I had to stop your outro because of it. I don't normally try to cut you off when you're that deep into your, your presentation, but spay your animals. Spay and neuter your animals. Spay That's what Bob. and neuter your animals because Bob Barker said so. <laughs> Barker 316, right? <laughs> Barker 316 says, get them fixed. <laughs> Uh, unbelievable all right carry on dude if you know what though you've done it once now you've got to do it for the rest of the year oh okay i can do it for the rest of the year i'll stop after that please do i thought i thought that would pop you dude i thought that would pop you because uh barker used to do it (laughs) was he trying to pop the guy that announced the show when he did it no no he actually was pretty serious but i thought it would pop you (laughs) you're not gonna say like wear a mask make sure you social distance don't go to huge gatherings. No, you're going to throw out spay and neuter your animals. Save all the cocoa pies for me. <laughs> Apple pies. Because <laughs> Justin Liger and Bob Barker said so. <laughs> well, I'm glad that got a little bit of a rise out of you. <laughs> it did. Carry on, please. Mention it again if you have to. I want to thank everyone for listening to the episode 255. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. <laughs> Hashtag fig life. Adios. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Fully hosable. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully posable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.